0: Hey, everybody, and welcome to episode number five of Turbocharged MD. I am your host, Rich Force, CEO of Medical Marketing Solutions. And as always, I am super excited to be here with you today. Today, we're going to talk a little bit about marketing, define it, talk about strategies, tactics, and niching. Really exciting topic near and dear to my heart. Before we go forward with the podcast, I'd like to welcome our first sponsor, Revive Advanced Training Consultants. Revive brings together board-certified faculty, affordable course options, and database protocols. Their educational platform offers webinar certifications along with CME hands-on symposia nationwide. Revive prides themselves on providing expertise and real world experience to ensure your success in building a robust practice that utilizes biorestorative medicine. You can visit revive at revivetrainings.com or call them directly at 833-573-8483 and tell them you heard about them on turbocharged MD. So today we're gonna to talk about marketing. And I'm first going to start with the definition of marketing. The American Marketing Association defines marketing as the activity, set of institutions, and processes for creating, communicating, delivering, and exchanging offerings that have value for customers, clients, partners, and society at large. Well, I love marketing and I love sales. And this is often one of the most critical and hardest to understand topic as to how to actually be successful in marketing. But I think before we even speak about how to be successful in marketing, we really need to define what marketing is. Now, I just gave you the textbook definition of marketing, but there are some specific components that go into marketing, and I want to talk about them first. So number one, One of the critical components or the first component of marketing is actually advertising. When you're going on Google and placing a digital ad, or if you are running a radio ad, doing something with TV, print, we would consider that to be actually advertising. Now, let's say you wanted to promote your private pay medical practice and you wanted to do kind of like a wrap around your car with the name, the phone number, the website address of your practice that would be considered a promotion. If there was an article published about you in a local magazine, uh, if you were being featured in the newspaper, on a radio show or a segment, that would really be considered publicity. If let's say the mayor or the chamber of commerce, they were talking about your company and all the great treatments and programs you have and protocols, We would define that as public relations. And then finally, when you're actually speaking to prospective patients, prospects, people that have responded to these different forms of marketing, that's when we get into the real nitty gritty of it and we're collecting the money and driving our revenues and that's what we would call sales. So really five components of marketing. Number one is advertising. Number two is promotion. Number three is publicity number four, public relations, and then number five, bringing it all home with sales. So as far as actually planning your strategies for marketing, let's talk about strategies versus tactics. You'll hear me say this on just about every podcast is that in order to be successful in anything you do business-wise, you need to have a plan. And your plan should be in writing, your plan should be measurable, Plan should be something that can be executed. So strategy is really the big picture planning. So for example, if you bought a piece of land, um, you would hire an architect, a builder, and get permits. That's your strategy. About you know here it is the big picture. Uh, what I want to do is I want to build a house. You know in order for myself to build that house, going to be somebody to design the house, I'm going to be somebody to build the house, and somebody to get per- permits. That's going to be the actual strategy. Now tactics are the actual execution of the strategy. So for that house that you're building, you're gonna need somebody to lay the bricks, you're gonna need a carpenter, a plumber, an electrician. So that would really be the tactics. So strategy is big picture planning, I'm gonna build a house, tactics is all of the variables that go into actually building that house same thing with marketing before you get involved in any type of marketing or commit any type of investment to a specific marketing um, channel you need to have a plan first as to what you want to execute and then you're going to pick how you're going to execute that so you might say to yourself my strategy is that i want to advertise on radio Now you have the strategy, you know, you want to be on a local radio station, but now you need to have the tactics to actually go out and make that radio show happen. You're going to hire a media buyer. You're going to talk about what the actual message is that you want to send out to your prospective patients or the audience at large. You're going to talk about the best times of day for your radio ad to run so you get the best results. So just a little bit of strategy and tactics You really need to have that grand, broad vision and then the really focused instruments as to how you are going to execute. Now, just because you have a great product does not mean that the market is going to buy it. Just because you build it and you open it, you have a brand new practice or you have a practice in general, just because you say, I'm here and my doors are open doesn't mean that people are just going to come. So this is, again, where we get back to the strategies and the tactics and really understand what marketing is. When we open the doors, we're about to open the doors to a practice. You can already be in business for 10 years. You still have to have a strategy. You still have to know what is my advertising going to be? How am I going to promote it? How am I going to get myself publicity? What is our public relations plan? And then how are we actually going to sell? Same thing on the operational end of your business, although we're focused on this podcast, more on sales and marketing. On the operational side, who is my staff going to be? What equipment am I going to have? Who am I going to buy that from? Who are my vendors? So a lot of planning and obviously a lot of execution that goes into it. Prospects in general. They only really know how good you are after they buy from you. So you can have the shiniest, most beautiful practice in the world. But until somebody actually comes through the door and has that experience with you, you know, it's again, you've done a great job marketing. And in future podcasts, we'll get into the dynamics of the marketing. But you have this beautiful, beautiful facility. You've done a great job of getting people through the door. But once you get them through the door, it's the experience that they have. It's going to be the outcome of them really knowing who you are. So the first time they buy from you, the first time they do a treatment, that's very transactional. After that, they become a patient and a raving fan. Um, It is really important to know that you need to have great products, great customer service, give your clients a really great experience. And then you're going to end up having additional revenue, which is going to be called your retention revenue but overall just the process of going out and acquiring a customer that is marketing in general now as far as the best marketing for a small practice or a business like yours you can actually have three practices but we're not like the big companies of the world of like Apple and Coca-Cola who go out and just spend a lot of money more on branding than they are on actually direct response marketing Direct response marketing means that you're going to put out messaging to the general public and you're just trying to gain traction as far as getting leads and prospects that are interested in your products and services. Now, when like Apple and Coca-Cola and some of the other companies I mentioned, when they're spending money, they're just trying to keep your their name in front of you all the time. Everyone knows who Apple is, but they always want to keep your focus, top of mind. So for a smaller business, obviously, we don't have the marketing budgets that these big companies have. So we have to be a little bit more strategic, as we spoke about earlier, and then to have the tactics to actually drive people through the doors. Before they get through the doors, they're either going to call your practice or they're going to send in a web inquiry. Of course, we have to be prepared for them. But what we're trying to do is we're trying to get leads and what is the definition of a lead definition of lead is a name and number what are we trying to do with our advertising we're trying to invoke an immediate response you want somebody to respond now just because they respond does not mean necessarily that they are ready to buy Um, sales these days are more of a farming expedition than a hunting expedition so we're not trying to just you know, stick that spear in the ocean and pull out that fish. We're trying to educate our potential clients as to what it is that we offer. And most importantly to them, it's how it's going to benefit them. So we're going to talk about in future podcasts exactly what methodology behind the advertising. But it's just in general. Think about when you are planning your strategy for your marketing, it's going to be how do I get somebody to actually raise their hand and say, I'm interested in these products and services, okay? Now, the next component that's super important is that whatever responses you're getting, they have to be trackable. You have to know what worked. And one way you'll be able to do that, you know, if you're doing it through your web advertising is either having a CRM or making sure that you're tracking all your leads, that you know what marketing is actually working. You're gonna spend X amount of dollars on a marketing campaign. We wanna know those marketing campaigns are really working. So we need to make sure that everything we do from a marketing perspective is trackable. It's super, super important. Measurable as well. What is the effectiveness of each ad, medium or platform you're using? You know How many people are actually responding? How many people is are those advertisements or direct response messages driving people to your website or making people actually pick up the phone and call? So you can also, I think a good way to actually capture attention is make a special offer. It's not necessarily trying to get somebody to buy, but you are trying to get somebody to show interest and capture data. And once again, we go back to the definition of a lead. A lead is basically a name and a number. Now we want a little bit more than a name and a number. You should always be collecting names and numbers and just as important as collecting email addresses because any strong business has a super strong email database. So make sure that when you are putting forms onto your website or you're doing any kind of Google paid advertisements, Anything you're doing, you always want to make sure you're capturing email addresses because it's always a great way to get back to people, obviously for follow-up, also to educate and also to promote and get some call to actions out there also. Um, There should be a multi-step short-term follow-up strategy and then tactics within your practice. So what happens after somebody responds and let's say you can't get in touch with them, What is the next touch point? Is it an SMS? Is it a phone call? Is it an email? Is it a combination of all three, which it really should be? Okay. So moving on to the next part is that let's talk about niching because this is really important. Finding your niche. Um, You want to harness the power of focus. You can't be all things to everybody. That's something that every practice has to learn. The more, products and services you offer, it's going to be a little bit more difficult to get out there and capture everyone for every product and service. So I think what you really need to do is focus on your, heart, your highest ROI, your return on investment for certain services, or offer some of your less expensive services that can draw people into the practice and then introduce them to some of your higher priced premium services as well. So remember that, you know, when you're looking for your niche, which is really trying to find out where you can focus your passion, where you can highlight and show your expertise and something that's actually profitable and the intersection of those three, passion, expertise, and profitability, that's where your niche is. So remember when you're trying to find that, you know, ideal patient, that ideal customer, you only have a limited amount of money, okay? Everybody has to have some type of marketing budget, although if something's really working, you should be putting unlimited funds toward that specific medium. But when you have a limited amount of money for marketing, if you focus too broadly, your marketing message overall is gonna become very diluted and very weak. So this is where we really have to make sure that we are focused on specific products, specific treatments or specific segments and looking at our budget for marketing to make sure that within our budget that we're not spreading ourselves too thin and really diluting the message. Um, you know, it's all about relevance. So every time you advertise, every time you promote, the, the goal is always going to be the same thing. You want someone to say or a prospect to say, you know what, that's for me. You're getting people really to raise their hands and say, you know what, this is really, really something for me. This is something that I am interested in. I want more information about. And I'm kind of like raising my hand and saying, hey, I'm here. Direct your message to me and tell me how you're going to benefit me. So as far as direct response ads are concerned, you know, just to summarize, you're trying to create leads. You're not really trying at this point to create name recognition. You're trying to invoke immediate response. You want somebody to call and you have to be prepared for those calls. You want somebody to fill out a form and you have to be prepared to follow up specifically with those people as soon as they submit those forms. You want something that's trackable. You want something that's measurable. You want to make a special offer. You want to make sure you have multi-step short-term follow-up information. So when you get a lead, you cannot let that lead just sit around. You have to think that whoever is trying to contact you or has contacted you, they're looking around at other places as well. That's why your staff really needs to be prepared to answer the phones. Uh, whether you're running your promotion or not, uh, you also have to make sure that you are ready to reply to any web inquiries and make sure that you are targeting and communicating effectively and efficiently with your prospective patients so a couple things that you know when you find your niche niching really makes pricing irrelevant so when you have a specialty and once again something you're passionate about and is profitable for you you have the ability to charge way more for your service than somebody who's just a generalist, okay? So that I think that's something you really need to think about, you know, harnessing your power and your focus on your specific niche because it does give you advantages over other specific practices or people that are within your same space. When you have a when you're niching and you're finding your niche, you're perceived differently by your prospects and patients than other businesses are, and that's what you want to do. You want to separate yourself. You know, once again, I keep going back to you know the three circles and the intersection of those three circles of your passion, your expertise, and your profitability. That is your niche. The more broad you become, the more you're really killing what I would call as your specialness. Okay, you want to be seen in the community as an expert in your field. Um, People will feel your passion once they meet you and they'll spend money once they know that this is right for them. They've already raised their hand. Now that you're actually communicating with them, we have to make them feel comfortable or want to do business with you. If you don't have a niche and you're just trying to be super broad and all over the place, then you're going to really kind of kill your specialness and you want to make yourself special i always say to people and we'll talk in uh, future podcasts about having a unique selling proposition is you know if your practice was practice a and lined up to two similar practices b and c and somebody had a choice of going into a b or c all things the same why should someone choose your practice as opposed to practice B and C, if you're A. What is it about you that makes you special? Is it you? Is it your passion? Is it your experience? Is it the type of treatments that you're offering? So really think about that. Then, of course, we're trying to get that ideal patient into your practice. You can go back to one of the uh, previous episodes about really defining your avatar and your buyer persona um, there's something called a PVP index. It's your personal fulfillment, your value in the marketplace, and your profitability. So your PVP index is personal fulfillment. What is your value in the marketplace in the eyes of your potential patients? And what is the profitability that will come out of that? How much do you as a practitioner enjoy actually dealing with that type of patient? How much does the marketplace and the market segment actually value your work and the busier you are, the more you have repeat customers, um, the more that your marketing message is specifically toward that specific prospect, the more people are going to value. And also, and I think, you know, maybe most importantly, is how profitable is your work that you are doing for your specific marketing um for your specific avatar. So the PVP index is your personal fulfillment. How much do you enjoy dealing with a specific type of patient? How do they perceive your value in the marketplace? And how profitable is this work for you that you're doing for this marketing segment? So be as specific as possible. You know, there's a lot of attributes that are relevant when you're marketing to your specific prospective pool of patients, their gender, their age, their geography. There's a lot that goes into it. So I just wanted to recap again, you know, defining marketing. You know, marketing is, you know, it's an activity. You know, you're you're creating processes for communicating, delivering, exchanging, offering that have value for your customers, your clients, your partners, or society in general. You need to have a strategy before you even get out and spending any money in marketing, have a grand strategy, then you really have to figure out what your market segment is and what those tactics are going to be to get to that market segment. You want to make sure that everything you do is trying to elicit a direct response. You Don't forget, trying to create leads. You're not really trying to... Uh, create any kind of brand awareness at this point. We'll talk about that at a later date, the actual brand awareness. So right now, create leads, don't create name recognition. And then finally, niching, you know, finding that people out there that really define who you are, what your passion is, what is your expertise, and how you can make profits from that specific marketing segment. And once you figure all those components out, you're going to find you're going to have a very, very successful practice. Once again, my name is Rich Force. I am the CEO of Medical Marketing Solutions. Uh, My company helps you do all the things we just spoke about. We help you build your websites. We help you with your search engine optimization, defining your target market, helping you pick which are the best verticals or mediums that you should be using in your marketing. We have a Vortex Concierge Call Center. We actually answer your calls for you. Uh, We do all your inbound and outbound prospecting. We handle all of your calls, uh, high-level reporting. We keep you in the loop. So if you're interested, we'd love to have a personal one-on-one free consultation with you. You can call me anytime. My number is 833-363-3627. Or you can visit us at www.medicalmarketingsolution.com. Again, I want to say that I was really excited to be able to share this information with you. I want to also thank our sponsor, Revive Advanced Training Consultants. Give them a call at 833-573-8483 or visit them at www. ReviveTrainings.com. Take all this great information, get to work as soon as you can. And I say, always going to end up and say, let's get at it. Rich Force, Turbocharge MD. This was episode number five, and we hope that you turbocharge your practice revenues and profits by having a strategic plan and the tactics to execute. Thank you.